0: Welcome to the Trauma Healing for Postpartum Moms podcast. I'm your host, Danik Bernier, mom of two, social worker, and psychotherapist in Ontario, Canada. This podcast is for the busy postpartum mom who didn't get the birth experience she was promised and feels intense pressure to be the best mother, but the stress of the postpartum period is too much. I want you to know that you're not alone and you're in the right place if you want to learn why you don't trust your in-laws to babysit your baby, why your brain keeps showing you scary stuff from your past, and why you're so afraid of getting pregnant again. Becoming the mother you want to be truly is possible. While this episode does not replace psychotherapy and is not meant to give medical advice, I hope you learned something new about yourself and the art of trauma healing while caring for a baby. Let's head into today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Trauma Healing for Postpartum Moms podcast. I'm your host, Danique Bernier, and today we will be talking about the difference between anxiety when it comes to the postpartum period and trauma. So when I do these posts, you know, the difference between anxiety and trauma. I always give examples in everyday life because it's a bit tough to just go with, you know, clinical jargon, like, oh, this is the difference between so-and-so. So you just want to, you know, understand what is going on in a place where you can really see for yourself, like, oh, okay, does this apply to me or not? So there's so much overlap between trauma and anxiety. And I think as a society, we just are beginning to understand what trauma really is. And so we tend to notice that, okay, there's trauma where we thought it was only anxiety. And so there is more and more research out there that is telling us that, hey, maybe as a, so- as a society, as, you know, in the human experience... Um, We are experiencing more trauma than we thought. And so this leaves us questioning, well, okay, what I did go through during the conception of my baby, during the birth, during the pregnancy and postpartum, was it anxiety or was it trauma? And so really when we look at the difference and when we want to understand where we're coming from. If we look at the symptoms, at what we are experiencing on a daily basis, what well, we might be experiencing are symptoms of anxiety, because trauma can come out as anxiety, right? So anxiety is a stress response. There's something that happens and we, come, we become stressed out. So for me, when I become stressed out, my heart beats faster, I get a bit sweaty, Um, I can tremble a little bit. There's like the fight, flight, freeze responses, um, these sorts of things. But when it comes to trauma, there's always a link with a story, with a theme, with an event. When it comes to anxiety, it is a stress response that our body goes through, but it doesn't always have to be linked to a story, to an event or to something that happened to us. So let me give you an example. So let's say, for example, you know, you're walking and there's a dog that's barking. Depending on your life story and what happened to you, you might go into a stress response regardless if this is traumatic or not. You will probably be shocked. You might be a bit scared and your heart might beat a little fast. And let's say you continue walking and then you go home and you're okay. You kind of brush it off. You don't even think about it anymore. You do your things for the day and it's fine. This is most likely a stress response, right? So there was some level of anxiety when you were going through it, but then it subsided and you didn't find yourself thinking about it again. But for someone who has trauma when it comes to dogs, let's say, we can't just leave the situation there. The person will probably, you know, think again about, oh my gosh, am I in danger? Am I in danger? Am I safe? Am I going to die? Um, The body will feel stuck in the anxiety, in the stress. And so that's how we know, okay, if I can't, shake this off. If this is something that is persistent, if this is something that gives me nightmares, that gives me flashbacks. Flashbacks are whenever we think about something or experience something that reminds us of a certain memory. And then in our bodies, as if we're re-experiencing it again, we don't just think about it. That's another uh, red flag for trauma. And so you know, when you go to therapy, you don't necessarily you, you don't have to know the difference. It doesn't matter. That's your therapist's job to know the difference. Um, we want to make sure that the plan that we have in mind for you uh, works with your needs and your goals. And so we will kind of screen what is going on. Is it anxiety? Is it trauma? And at what level is it? And then what we will do is we will um, think, okay, like on a daily basis for you, what would it mean to lower or get rid of your anxiety? What would it mean to lower or get rid of your trauma response, your trauma symptoms? When it comes to the postpartum period, there's many things to think about. There's not only your experience postpartum, but everything that went on before that in your perinatal journey. So from conception until birth and also what happened before you even thought about becoming a parent because these themes come back and they hit us really hard. So like for example, if safety is a big one for you, I would invite you to get curious on that. Why is safety such a big thing? Is it because at some point you either lacked physical or emotional safety and you feel like you have to provide that for your baby, but you feel at some point that it's difficult to give what you didn't necessarily receive? That might be something to consider. There's also other themes of responsibility. I should have done more. I should have known better. This is my fault. All of these themes, if you feel like, you know, you can't do anything right, it might be rooted in anxiety, but it could also be rooted in trauma. Because if there's a story, if there's an event, if there's something to link to this, chances are it is trauma that we're talking about. And when we come to this realization, um, we often need more than talk therapy because Talk therapy is great, but at some point when it comes to trauma, we need to treat the body, we need to treat your nervous system in your body, and we need to rewire that. So that's why looking at therapies like EMDR can be really helpful because not only are we understanding on a cognitive, logical level what happened to us and if it is anxiety or trauma, but we can do something about it on a nervous system level. So by that, I mean, whenever you get triggers, let's say your birth didn't go as planned and it was pretty tough and you see your friend with their baby and they're seeing how their birth was just great and it was awesome or how, you know, for those who had challenges with conceiving, you're meeting someone and they're telling you how, oh, They got pregnant on the first try or they didn't even try and they got pregnant and they're so fertile and whatever. And that can send you in a a spiral. That can 100% be traumatic for you. So we need to understand that those are present, talk about it, but also do something about them on a nervous system level so that whenever you are present in front of these triggers again your body does not go through the fight-flight-freeze responses or fawn response your body knows what to do your body knows that it is safe will it bother you yeah it will bother you for sure but to the point where you feel emotionally flooded and not safe in your body no so that's the difference when it comes to anxiety Methods like uh, modalities like CBT and other types of talk therapies work really well. And there's also a protocol for trauma with CBT. And, you know, I have colleagues who use it. They like it when it comes to single events. When it comes to complex trauma, meaning there's stuff in childhood that happened and now as a parent, you're being triggered again, and these things weren't necessarily addressed, like more like emotional neglect, talk therapy can bring you just so far. So that's why therapies like EMDR, where we treat the nervous system, is what will move you forward in terms of your triggers, not only knowing about them on a cognitive level, but also feeling ready and confident to face them so that you do not feel emotionally flooded anymore. And so by doing that, we're able to give ourselves a new, literally a new life. What would it mean for you to get rid of your trauma responses that show up as anxiety? And this is a question that I ask my clients often. What will you lose when you heal? And so my clients look at me like, are you nuts? (laughs) Lose something. I'm here to heal. I'm here to gain my life back. And yes, that's all well and nice, all well and good. But really, you might be losing something too. So for example, war veterans can have this, you know, identity uh, with their peers where, you know, their PTSD is what links them to their community. And so um getting rid of their trauma symptoms might mean getting also rid of their community because they fear they might not be able to relate to them or, anymore or that their community cannot relate to them anymore and so this is the cost the potential cost of healing and so for you i would invite you to just get curious on is there a potential cost to healing because unknowingly this is what might prevent you from Accessing the help you logically know you need. So often, you know, we hear, okay, you have anxiety, you have trauma, your trauma comes out as anxiety, you need to do something about it. This is preventing you from living your life to the fullest. Okay. But at some point, you might not, you might feel like there's something preventing you from actually going forward. And so I would invite you to get curious on that, on, okay. Does that mean that I'm realizing subconsciously that I am going to lose something if I do get better in that area of my life? And so I would also invite you to get curious about what it would look like for you to not be triggered anymore on the positive side, because we're doing this to aim for the positive sides, right? So I would invite you to get curious on that, about what your life would look like if you'd be able to effectively reduce or remove those symptoms of yours, those reactions. Um, When it comes to treating what we experience, what we go through on a symptom level, um, it's sometimes hard to stick to something every week for an hour, especially in the summertime. We want to, you know, have fun with our family. We want to be there. Um, But we also know in the back of our minds that we need to do our own work. And so this is why EMDR intensives are really important and can be a game changer for you. We address your things in an accelerated manner. It's not a quick fix. It's more like you get more time with your therapist than you would typically get. and what research shows is that you get more out of that session compared to weekly traditional therapy. So getting three months worth of therapy in one day or, um, sorry, one month's worth of therapy in one day or three months worth of therapy in three days is doable. And so when we look at your time, when we look at how busy you are, how your schedule is always hectic, and you want to finally figure out if what you're going through is anxiety or a trauma response, you would have more than enough time to figure out on a logical level what is going on with you, but also begin to treat and possibly remove your symptoms, your reactions when it comes to your triggers. And so today I'm going to leave it at that. Let me know if you have any questions, Reach out to me on Instagram at DenikHelpsMoms to continue this conversation. I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Trauma Healing for Postpartum Moms podcast. I hope what was shared resonated with you and you're walking away feeling like you're not alone. There is another side to the pain, the fear, and the confusion you're experiencing right now in early motherhood feeling happy, safe, and confident in your role is possible. This episode does not replace psychotherapy and is not meant to give medical advice. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening and I'll see you soon.